0: Hey sister, today's episode is a very exciting one. It is the first interview of the show and I interview Zipporah Adetoloa. She is the podcast host of Boundaries for Believers and we have an amazing conversation. We discuss boundaries, how to create them, what they look like. We discuss godly confidence and what that looks like and how to develop it, how to deal with our emotions and not let them rule us, but how we can use them to draw closer to God. We discuss so much. And so I hope that this conversation blesses you, that it encourages you. And if you want to check out Zipporah's uh, podcast and her Facebook group, that's all going to be in the show notes below. Alrighty, friend, let's get into it. Hey, sister, welcome to How Confidence Speaks. Do you want to fight social anxiety and speak with boldness? Do you find yourself Googling how do I calm down before my presentation and how can I be more confident? Do you feel anxious and insecure when you're in front of others and instead of speaking effectively your mind goes blank, you stutter and you fear their judgment again? Hey, I'm Sarah. I understand how you feel. Public speaking can be hard and it can feel almost impossible to find the confidence to do it until I learn the secret. Jesus has to be the firm foundation of every aspect of our lives. So in this podcast, you will learn practical tips to kick the social anxiety to the curb and go after the interview give the presentation speak publicly and take on adulting with boldness rooted in biblical truth so take out your notebook and pop in the earbuds and let's get ready to learn just how confidence speaks so today we have our very first interview, which I'm so excited for. I cannot wait. Um, she is such a sweet and wonderful person. She is a believer, a wife. She is a woman who is seeking to empower other Christian women to just live free to live, uh, to know how to set boundaries for themselves and their relationships and in everything. And so I'm so excited for this. Uh, we have Zipporah Adetoloa, Adetoloa. Okay.
1: I think you got it right. (laughs) (laughs) It's perfect.
0: (laughs) But yeah, so, uh, you host a, a podcast called boundaries for believers. Could you tell me a little bit about the origin for your podcast?
1: Yeah, so I am very happy to be here. So thank you again for sending the invite, Sarah, because when I tell you, uh, you're one of also of a kindred spirit, and, I, and I, I was just very happy to connect further with you. So thank you for this. But boundaries for believers, I would say it, it derived from a space of emotional and mental deficit where I realized that me hiding was no longer an option. Um, and I would say top of 2021, when I quit my um, child welfare child welfare job of three and a half years, I was like, okay, this is a time for me to pause, to sit down, and to reflect. Um, and just a little bit of background about uh, my field of study: I studied social work for a few years and. I got into child welfare and got my license, but I realized the beginning of me choosing that industry was trying to mask what was happening internally. So my background of childhood is... uh, um, Experiencing foster care and adoption, and those kind of left a residue of emotional abandonment and um, physical abandonment, and that harbored feelings that I did not really sit and dwell with, you know. And so I thought, let me do all the things, let me get my schooling, let me get my license, let me get into the field so I can help these people. But I realized that. Um, Until I was burnt down, like burnt out from that field, Um, had compassionate fatigue, um, and I was really confronted with my own limited beliefs that I didn't realize that I was trying to um, escape from in different ways, trying to be there for everyone else, but not really for me. And, And... That left a glaring head in um, my work life and within my marriage. And I was confronted again with like limited beliefs and with my emotional abandonment that I did not address during that time. And so um, I know she started out with Boundaries for Believers with the hopes of, let me connect with women who are willing to share their stories. It was going to be called Sunday Loving. (laughs) And I realized it was a passive approach because I was there wanting to hear other people's stories, other women going through their trials and tribulations, but it was not me wanting to share my story. (laughs) And God was just like, you need to pull the trigger and be honest with yourself and your experiences and realize how this can help other women um, going through other scenarios. Because as Christian women... Um, There's been such a facade of what it means to be vulnerable, what it means to be transparent, what it means to work out our salvation in fear and tribbling. And I feel like it starts with us being honest with our shortcomings, honest with the things that we tried to muster and control. And after a few few trials and errors with starting a podcast, um, it was obvious to me that Boundaries for Believers needed to be a platform for me not just connecting with other women, but also me sharing my journey about how therapy has been impactful, about learning how triggers and trauma-informed responses are a real thing, and being confronted with um suffering and life experiences is not a shame, is not guilt, is not something that we can just pray away, but be honest and say, you know, what does boundaries look like biblically, emotionally, within myself, and also how does this impact the world around me with establishing boundaries with others?
0: That is so good. That is so good. I love that. (laughs) I really believe that, like, people, women need to know this. Women need to know how do I go about this? Like, because it's just such a crucial part of life to know how Mm -hmm. to set those boundaries. So, what would you say? What is the correlation between confidence and boundaries?
1: Mm-hmm. I would just say, going back to the source, and I, I mentioned one of my um, episodes about the importance of knowing I did it in Christ. Because at the end of the day, the enemy is trying to pull us aside, trying to distract us with worldly things, with our own past struggles, our existing experiences. But once we realize our identity in Christ, whose we are, we can stand up differently with our problems. And one um, one scripture that is a, a huge, strong pillar for batteries for believers is, um, within Romans, um, within Romans, everything, okay, <laughs> maybe you can help me out with this one. Everything, yeah. um, everything's for our good. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. So everything for our good. Good. He works on everything for our good. Which one it is, but yes,
0: it's in Romans.
1: There we go. Yeah. <laughs> so just just being honest with saying, you know what? If we can understand that, that the word is true yeah. and we can put these practical truths to our lives, you know, if we can put these theological truths to our practical lives, then we can live out our calling better by... Um, by pretty much understanding that we don't carry this this journey by ourselves. And I feel like that's like what the biggest component is, just trying to struggle alone, just trying to figure things out in ourselves by ourselves. And, and then that kind of just leaves us in a damper. But um in short, what I'm just trying to highlight is the importance of growing in partnership with God. That that is the whole beauty of our walk.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, it like, I think what people don't recognize is the fact that, like, when they are feeling depleted, when they are like struggling and feeling like, man, I don't, I'm not confident or I'm, I have all these insecurities or I'm really not, you know, doing well in my relationships with myself, with others, with God, most mm-hmm. importantly, I think we forget it's because we're not drawing close to Him.
1: Yes. We're, mm-hmm. we're not,
0: we're not working out our salvation. We're not, you know, spending that time with Him. And and I mm-hmm. want to make sure people understand when we say working out our salvation, it's not like we're working for our salvation. Yes. Like, <laughs> we, the, the, the way we can be confident is because we know our salvation is secure.
1: Yes. We're Amen. We're just working
0: on this side of heaven to become more like Him. And mm-hmm. that should give us even more confidence. So yeah, like...
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Completely agree. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, how would you say boundaries have impacted your Christian walk recently?
1: Oh, yeah, I love this question because um it gets me honest of oh, where i didn't where i didn't have the necessary tools to advocate for myself and i realized the importance of speaking up being honest with my emotions um and that reflecting in my marriage reflecting um in, in my place of work and what that looks like is if i know that in the past i have tiptoed around how i felt and suppressed my emotions and then i would later Feel resentment, I have no one else to blame but myself. And so when it comes down to boundaries in this season, I've seen the beauty of how, for example, me expressing perhaps to my husband that, hey, that could, be how, that could have been worded differently. You know, I, I this feels like this to me, and I appreciate this instead. And I realized when well, I just took the time just to say what was on my mind and express what I felt, that that led for more understanding within my marriage. That led for more inti- intimacy within my marriage of us growing um, as a unit instead of us assuming what the other person is thinking and within the workplace. I would just say being able to take more risk and not be fearful of the outcome because I'm not tied to an outcome. At the end of the day, I am tied to who God has called me to be, and he would make room wherever that is. And so not saying that emotions or fear or anxiety don't exist, but being able to say, no, Lord, I partner with you. I submit this to you. I'm going to just simply just... Be honest, expressive, and advocate where it needs to be. And often than not, it's the best turnaround.
0: I think a lot of times we can get caught up in, well, I don't know, like welcome, mm-hmm. and we start to kind of let fear settle in, and we yes. wonder like, oh my goodness, is God trustworthy? And then our confidence mm-hmm. falters. But yeah, I love that you are, you're informing people that, hey, no, like, trust God with the outcome. Like, yes. I, I'm just mm-hmm. going to settle in and let him lead me. And that's what the Christian life is, letting God guide our steps. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I just, I think it's just so crucial for, for especially um, for young believers to understand this and for for people who are, like, stepping into, um, you know, new stages of life, like, mm-hmm. it's career or... Uh, familial or whatever it might be, it's important for them to understand boundaries are crucial at Mm -hmm. every step. So would you say that it's important for people to create these boundaries uh, for every aspect of life and starting early? You know, what what would you say to that? I would definitely say starting
1: early with boundaries is, is crucial and we don't always realize this until later on in life when life circumstances happen and we have these emotional responses of like, okay, what can I do in this season? But honestly, if I knew about boundaries at an early age, that would have not swayed me to people, please, that would not have swayed me to find my validation externally. Um, that would have not swayed me to be in relationships, friendships that were not healthy. Mm-hmm. And although those paid great, you know, um, growth opportunities, it was still a hindrance um, that I learned later on. So I, I always advocate for get to know yourself in Christ first, you know, before anything. And this is not a one and done. This is ongoing season, <laughs> you know, in every stage of our lives because we're constantly, you know, growing, we're constantly facing, you know, life circumstances um, that are whether in or out of our control, of it. but if we understand you know, um, early on that boundaries are crucial for every single aspect of our lives, then we can have a better approach with certain matters like that.
0: Wow. That is so good. And I, I I wanted to know, like, what would you say, to, to women who are like just starting to get into the workforce, just starting to figure out life, like maybe they just graduated college and they just don't know how to set those boundaries. Um, what could that look like for them in that season?
1: Hmm. Well, I would just first start off with saying that um, our emotions have a way of speaking to us, mm. you know, and Whenever we have those emotions where we know, you know, we may not have the language to say, you know what, maybe I am going out of bounds of my boundaries, right? But we can feel like, you know what, I'm feeling anxiety creep up. I'm feeling just like the stressors of life really just bombard me. But if we were to just be honest with saying, you know what, I feel this this is not shame added. This is not guilt added, but what does being compassionate look like for myself? What is being curious about these feelings first look like? And second, I would just highlight taking those emotions, those feelings, those, you know, expressions that may not be favorable and submitting it over to God saying, okay, now that I feel this, (laughs) I submit this over to you and I trust, even if I don't know the outcome, I trust that you are God, that you are the alpha and the omega, the Waymaker. And once we start, you know, practicing what the word tells us about God, um, and executing, then that will pan out, um, our steps. Um, so trusting even when it's, uncertain, trusting even when it's fearful, trusting God, even when it's so many um, life circumstances that may have a different way of redirecting us, but always knowing that everything is for our good. Um, And and that mentality goes a long way.
0: I remember when I was graduating and... Mm -hmm. I'm um, trying to figure out like what's the next step, like what am I supposed to do? <laughs> there, there are so many emotions that come into play, and so true. sometimes we can find ourselves kind of submitting to our emotions and mm-hmm. like making decisions based off of them. But what we have to remember is that no, like I'm not to serve my emotions; they're actually meant to serve me. And yes, and I'm going to feel them. Understand them and I'm going to give them to God. (laughs) Mm -hmm, Exactly. My emotions, who is sovereign over my life, and He is going to guide my steps. And I'm going to feel these things and deal with them. (laughs) (laughs) I I think that that is such good advice. And it's so important because I think a lot of times we make decisions, like you said, based on how we feel. Yeah. And and Mm -hmm. that can really like, Lead us astray.
1: <laughs> yes, all the time. Well, majority <laughs> <laughs>
0: for sure. What would you say to the woman who, um, who kind of feels the emotions and is wondering, like, oh, is is God speaking through my emotions? Like, can I trust mm-hmm. how I'm feeling? How would you like tell this woman, hey, this is how you can hear God. And feel confident in what he is saying. And this is how you know that it, those are just emotions. Like, those are just how you're feeling. Like, don't mm-hmm. go off of them.
1: Yeah, so I, two things come to mind. Um, so Moses, I, one of my recent episodes, I have a topic called what's in your What's in Your hand. And I mentioned how Moses was very much like me in circumstances. Um, he was... Very overwhelmed with his insecurities. He had a stuttering issue, as we know, and he was the first to say, okay, Lord, I don't want this calling. <laughs> I don't want this responsibility. I don't want to have to walk this walk. And funny enough, um, God God's response was, no, what's in your hand?" And we can easily say, okay, God just dismissed Moses and his emotions, but no, God reminded reminded him that he is with him. He reminded Moses that he actually has all that he needs to live a life that is his calling, that is worthy of his calling, that whatever that he's whatever he sets forth to, he's capable of doing it because he is made by the image of God. And so again, I would, I would tell, um, I would tell a woman that it's okay. <laughs> it's okay with all of those feelings, but knowing that our identity is rooted in Christ, we don't have to be swayed by our emotions. Yes, they can be a a, a lighthouse for our direction. You know, they can be a resource to, okay, what can I respond to in this season, but not a matter of to be swayed by our emotions and to be honest with our emotions, um, be real about our emotions, but knowing that We are designed wonderfully and complex. Those emotions are there as trick responses. So we know, okay, this is what we can do in this circumstance. I don't have to be led by this, but I have a better response of if I were able to just sit down and recognize my humanness, recognize my humanness and focus on, okay, what does the next step look like? What does the previous step that God told me before look like? What does surrendering my will look like? And being able to sit down and have those honest conversations yeah. um, and be around people that have that same mindset and that vision to partner up with for that next direction.
0: Yeah. And and I think it's important for people to slow down, you know? Yes. To really like see, okay, I'm struggling because I don't know if God is talking to me through my emotions or or whatnot. Well, have you gone to the Word?
1: Mm-hmm, <laughs> have you seen exactly. The
0: <laughs> in prayer, have you fasted? Have you mm-hmm. sought the Lord? Exactly. I think we will like right away go to our friends and be like, mm-hmm. oh, "My goodness, like is this from God? Like is He telling me this or that?" And we'll like seek the counsel, which isn't bad. But Mm -hmm. I think that that is not the first line of defense. Our first line of defense is prayer and seeking God and his voice through his word and fasting. Mm -hmm. And um, I don't think we really, we don't, we haven't learned how to slow down yes and this world is so fast paced and so what would you say to that in in, in this craziness of life how can we mm-hmm. slow down and create steady boundaries of seeking god first and then doing the next steps
1: right yeah i feel like you you just nailed it by by just being honest about having that prayer time mm-hmm. you know and not just being quick to in prayer, but but being still enough to listen to God, you know, to sit before God during that devotional time or being able to say, Okay, God, let me trust that I can hear from you. Let me trust that if this is what the direction is for my life, let me admit that I may not know. Let me, you know, first sit still and say, I welcome you in this place and I need, you know, support. But first of all, it comes down to surrendering, surrendering what I don't know. And, and honestly, when it comes down to, um, fast paced results, I have definitely been guilty of this where I saw when I got myself in the way of being too hasty to resolve something or being, uh, or wanting to, um, control matters in my own hands, I often have seen the residual effects of that. Um, and I I know that if we just are just convicted, allow our hearts to be so convicted with what God has, has for us instead of us trying to meander around and control dynamics and just like simply just be still by what does worship look like in this season? Wow. You know, I don't want to... I don't want to stress. I don't want to worry. Well, then worship. You know, I don't want to, um, you know, go to the other person and seek external validation. Well, go to the Father, you know, sit before His feet and understands that He hears and desires to hear from our heart. And um, I would also say just making time throughout one's life, throughout one's day to be in constant communication. And it doesn't have to be a whole dialogue of, you know, woe is me, but being able to say, you know what, I'm thankful. I I trust that I'm not here by chance. Yes. And be reminded of God's promises where he has led us through one storm. He can bring us to another. Um, And so... I believe once we just replace certain distractions, whether it's our social media or whether it's um, the vices that we have picked up along the way and start saying, you know, what does worship look like instead? Or what does having gratitude look like instead? Or um, just building that inward muscle, because that is biblical boundaries, going back to the source. And um, number two, growing more confidence, not within self, but in God. And that paving the way in the direction.
0: I love that. Oh, my goodness. We need people to learn. Hey, go to the Father.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) Okay, last question I have. Um, So what would you say to women listening who they want to do and say whatever God calls them to, but they feel insecure, they struggle with self-doubt, and they wonder, like, does God even want to use me? Like what would you say to them?
1: I love this question because I've been there <laughs> and and I, I know what it feels to woe is me, because that is a cycle that can be very, very toxic and thinking, you know? And um, I would just say that if we are just first get our get ourselves out of the way, you know, and first recognize that. When it comes down to what the word says about who we are, like Ephesians 4, 1, walk worthy of your calling. That's not a maybe. That's not a what if. That is not a um, you know, maybe you have a calling. No, that's a definite. And that is a reassurance that what we have in this world. Is nothing compared to who God has called us to be. And if we stand on these principles, again, biblical boundaries, number one, stand on these principles, we're able to show up differently and be reminded that the enemy is out to steal our, you know, our peace of mind, to steal our identity, out to wreck our lives. But if we say, you know what, that's just a lie. And that needs to go back to the pit of hell. And we don't have any room for that. And so I, I, what I would just say is just growing confidence, not in these woo-woo affirmations, you know, um, but also, you know, perhaps pairing what the word says and canceling out what those lies we tell ourselves and say, you know what, I know at this country, if I'm saying like, you know, why I am, you know, um, I'm unworthy, well, that's that contradicts what the word says, you know, or if we say to ourselves, oh, um, I'm never gonna, you know, overcome this, well, that contradicts what the word says because the word wants us to um tells us to renew our minds daily. And if we are being swayed by, you know, those those, those beliefs, not saying that it's not real because our feelings and experiences are validated, but they don't have the the last say. And so just being able to share with women that this is, this is a season where we need to be reminded that we are worthy of our calling, that we are worthy because not just of our life circumstances, but God says we are and having that mentality ingrained day in, day out, um, fortified because we're going to need it in every single aspect of our lives, good, bad, and the ugly. Yeah.
0: So I, I was talking to a friend of mine recently and we were talking about confidence and identity in the Lord and what that looks like. And I think a lot of times we waste so much time trying to just kind of put a damper on ourselves and say like, oh, well, I'm not really worthy to do this and that. And we kind of have this mindset that like Moses had of, well, God, I'm not eloquent in speech and I really can't do what you're calling me to do. And we forget that it has nothing to do with us. Like our <laughs> worth, our identity, everything has to be rooted in Christ for us to actually have a confidence that is sustainable and unwavering because we're not focused on us and our inadequacy. We're focused on him and his sovereignty and his greatness and the fact that he doesn't like he's not hindered by us. Anything, and so I was thinking about uh, Psalm 139 when David talks about, you know, um, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made, wonderful are your works, and I know that full well. And that that part is always like so funny to me because it's a it's a reminder to us that we are worth something because of who we were created by. Ooh, that's and so good. Yeah. And so <laughs> I really think that if we want to have a sustainable confidence, it has to be rooted in Jesus and it has to be just outside of ourselves. And, and if we have that confidence, then we can do and say boldly whatever God has called us to do and to say. Girl, thank you so much for that. Um, <laughs> before we go, I would mm-hmm. love to know, uh, you know, where can my listeners go and find you? We, like, what, what Do you have, like, a Facebook community group? Like, where where can they go?
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, so today actually marks—this is January 18th that we're recording. Today actually marks the one month of Boundaries for Believers being shared Yay. with the world. Oh, <laughs> That's amazing. And today I'm actually opening my Facebook group to um, listeners, to viewers, and I would love to connect with women with like-minded interest, but you can find me on Facebook at Curate Healthy Boundaries for Christian Women. And also uh, check us out on Instagram at Boundaries for Believers. And there you can find links of one-on-one coaching and also uh, the podcast that comes out weekly.
0: That's awesome. Oh my goodness. I love that. Congrats. Thank you. (laughs) And um, when it comes to like, are, are you on every podcast um, platform and everything so they can find Yes.
1: You? Okay. Mm-hmm. All okay. platforms, socials. So feel free to look us up on anywhere you would find podcast shows, but Apple Podcasts would be the best way to get connected and if you're feeling inclined to leave a review. Okay, great.
0: And I'm actually going to be linking those in the show notes below. So if anybody wants to go check her out, y'all, I recommend it because she is amazing. <laughs> her content is awesome and she is making impact for the kingdom. So yes. Amen. I mean, yeah. Thank, thank, thank you. you so much for meeting with me. I really love this. This was such a great first interview. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, thank you for having me. It's, it's been great. I appreciate you. Thank you.
0: this podcast episode blessed you or helped you in any way please leave me a review and let me know i would love to hear from you you can also screenshot and share this to your insta story you can tag me at at sarah or share this episode with a friend if you think that it would bless them too that's the best way you can help me out i'm so thankful for you Until next time, friend, God bless and remember to go after whatever he has for you today with
1: confidence.